had very much like a a breakthrough moment. You know, I, I sort of say if I believed in God, I probably would have thought it was sort of like celestial intervention where I was walking home one day and I literally was just about to have a panic attack on the side of the road. Like I kind of was starting to get to the point where I was like, I actually don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to my apartment building. And I just had this like flash thought that came into my head where I was just like, oh my God, like actually who cares? Like one day you're going to be dead and no one is going to give a shit about any of this. And it was such like, I mean, it's such an obvious statement, but it's one of those kind of realizations that suddenly reframes everything around you. And I, it just opened up this kind of sense of perspective for me where I was like, the best thing I ever do in my life, the most important thing, whether that's I create some great piece of artwork, whether that's having a family, whether that's inadvertently saving a future president from being hit by a train, like the greatest things that we ever achieve, I mean, they're remembered for what, maybe a hundred years? Like, I think I can kind of remember my great grandmother's name because my mum talks about her, but when I die, no one's going to like talk about Tubby anymore. Like, you know, a few people get to be Shakespeare, but even then in like a couple of millennia, you know, the English language probably won't exist. So who cares? And I think it just gave me this perspective where I was like, what am I actually doing this for? Like, I'm not trying to build some kind of like permanent sort of like unmovable legacy. All I'm doing is kind of committing to this like fantasy of like, sort of this stuff mattering at some point. But then I couldn't, I realized I actually couldn't define what it meant, what it would mean if any of this stuff did matter. Like how would it actually impact anything long-term? And then the reality was in the short term, it was just making me miserable because it was completely distracting me from the things that I actually do enjoy and do bring me pleasure. I was having dinner in the park with a couple of friends last night, all of us who've kind of gone through a lot of similar experiences and sort of have done worked in big projects and come out to the other side of them and we were just talking about like we're in our early 30s and we're sort of seeing all our friends kind of starting to make these really big life decisions whether they're going to have kids whether they're going to buy a house whether they're going to move overseas whether they're going to take a hectic job and we were just saying I was like I just used to think all that stuff was really important and now I just realized the stuff I actually want to do is like sit in a park with my friends and eat corn chips like this is the pleasure that's actually the forming the sinew of my life and everything else is just kind of something that stresses me out and never really delivers like the reward I expect. I think a lot of these things we we tell ourselves that we're partaking in them because they're going to have some kind of like huge payoff in the end that, you know, kind of offers some sense of meaning or purpose. And I mean, there are situations where people do, you know, have these transcendent experiences. People do join monasteries. People do create generation-defining works of art. Like, I I don't want to say that there is no avenue where, like, the pursuit of meaning can't be rewarding. But I would say, like, if people really, really investigated the kind of day-to-day explorations with these ideas, so much of them are kind of really well-disguised conversations that just allow us to talk about ourselves. I mean, it's such a classic thing that you sort of try and make your life feel so big so you don't have to think about your own death. But then the reality is, I mean, that kind of thinking can kind of rob you from actually enjoying your life where, you know, facing up to your mortality and the fact that this is this is all impermanent and there is no, uh, what do they talk about, kind of second world, this idea of something coming next. I mean, obviously some people believe things are coming next or there is kind of 
this full stop at the the end of it. I think once you can get through the, the sort of existential terror of that, it can be incredibly liberating. In the book, I write about this form of meditation, which is um, it's this it's called death meditation, where you sort of focus on every breath and you say, this is my last breath. Like, what if this was the last breath I ever took? And it's, you know, it's classic meditation at first. It feels sort of stupid and then it feels kind of overwhelming and then it feels kind of terrifying and you think you're going to suffocate. And then you just become like sort of so aware of your own body that by the time you finish, the fact that you can kind of stand up and go make a cup of coffee feels kind of magical. You know, I've done 25 of these interviews now and um, one thing that's clear is you, you can never say that there's sort of one meaning of life um, because I think ultimately I'm kind of coming down on this idea that the meaning of life is life itself, that life is the ground of all meaning and consciousness, and life has many different and beautiful expressions. And so there can be, in fact, many meanings of life and a meaningful life often looks like a kind of diverse expression of many different values and, you know, unique combinations for each person. Um, but certainly the things that help you appreciate and love life more deeply, I think are in the right direction towards the kinds of things that we really want to experience as a human. And, you know, partly you've been deepening your own commitment to environmentalism and, and the care of the planet, the care of nature, and just learning to see nature with different eyes is kind of an endlessly rich reservoir of meaning for, for many people. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this idea of, you know, when you kind of realize that you're just like a blip in human history and you kind of decenter yourself from the narrative in sort of environmental activism they talk a lot about you sort of don't live on the earth you live like within the earth and you're not like you don't live alongside nature like we are part of nature and I mean it like it can sound a bit like UBDB, but like when you really think about it it's like humans really see themselves as like separate organisms and we see this planet as this just resource that we mine and this kind of like treasure trove that we are allowed to enjoy. And even, you know, when you go on like a bushwalk or whatever on the weekend, you treat it like you're going to Disneyland. It's like this kind of venture you choose to partake in and then you remove yourself from. But I find when you kind of, the ego of the whole thing goes out of that and you say like, well, you know, in a millennia when we're all just petrified on the ground, like what's really the difference between me and this tree or like me and my dog or me and any of this stuff and we're all just like, you know, some kind of like fossilized carbon life form. I don't know, to me that just, it like I find that like really comforting and like really connecting and it makes me feel like really like part of like this great living organism as opposed to just like walking on top of it. Making Meaning is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. It is produced by me, Zachary Davis, and Jack Pombriand. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support us by sharing the show with your friends, subscribing, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. For more information, visit our website at ministryofideas.org. You can connect with us on Twitter, where we're at Ministry of Ideas. You can also email us at zachary at ministryofideas.org. 
we would love to hear from you. Ministry of Ideas is a proud member of Hub & Spoke, a Boston-centric collective of smart, idea-driven podcasts. You can check out all of our shows at hubspokeaudio.org.